Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. It's time for Bart Reed, Drive Time Sports Insider for everything basketball in Arkansas. Bart is a former college player here in Arkansas and has worked alongside many of the top college prospects in Arkansas with his pure sweat skills and drill program. Bart Reed is brought to you by Arch Street Wheel and Tire. Tell them you heard this ad on the buzz and you'll get $100 off instantly with the purchase of four Toyo or Nitto tires. Only at Arch Street Wheel and Tire. I've never had a Asher Record Service Company life in feedback deleted from my screen, but I think I will probably now by William. He said, Randy, you made my day. The show is talking football with the first game only three weeks away. Uh, more focus on football, not basketball. Don't get me wrong. I love my Razorback basketball team, but their season is long enough. We're taking up football time. Sorry I was hoping that, that uh, Snoring Bob noticed in the first of the show that we talked about <clears throat> football right off the bat, uh, that we did get into some baseball, but then back to football. And now that we have Bart on, I know we got to talk about basketball, and that's okay uh, because they, they're, they're still playing games. They're playing games. That's the one thing about it. Foot, we said football's three weeks before they start, and then they'll be playing games, but basketball's currently yep. playing games. Yep, which is unusual. Very unusual, yes. <laughs> especially, especially Bart, when you're supposed to play a team and a couple hours before the game they don't show up and you got to get another team to play them. That was yeah, kind, I mean, of an odd, <laughs> kind of an odd deal. And, yeah, and not a bad replacement. Yeah, they were probably better than the team that left. I, I think so, and you could tell right off the bat that they had some very tenured guys with a lot of on-court experience and high basketball IQ because they really, really moved the ball extremely well. And, you know, as we thought, you know, Rick, Green, we talked about it. We knew it was going to be physical, and there's a lot of games, gamesmanship on that side, but that was a really good team in all aspects that they played the other night for sure. All right, when you – well, let me, let me just jump into some of these uh, questions for you by way of our Asher Record Service Company Life in Feedback. Bo says, can Bart give us some insight into what happened in the second game? Was the competition better? Uh, are we not playing well, or is this normal for this early in the season? Well, I think, as we just alluded to, the team was really good. And when you when you have young players, it would just be – just like anything where you're having much older, more experienced type players, if the game is physical and the European rules and everything is different, I think the team was extremely talented. I didn't think that we played bad at all. In fact, I, I see a lot of things that Razorback fans should be really positive about. I, I think this is kind of the natural curve that you have for young players. When you have defensive letdowns, like we the Razorbacks seem to have right now where they're losing people in transition, kind of blown assignments on a switch. Professional players like that will make you pay with three-point shots or getting to the foul line. So it's really a mixture of everything. I think Coach Musselman has to be happy with what he's seen so far. I think there are some players that are surprising. I think there are some players doing what they should be doing. Uh, but certainly it's just a little bit of a mix of kind of all the different things. I think it's a really good team. 
Uh, I think we are playing pretty well. I think we'll continue to play better in these missed assignments that are out there. I think the Razorbacks will certainly tighten that up and get better each game that goes past. Uh, let's see. I just read Williams a moment ago. Eric says, can Mark tell us why we seem to struggle on the defensive end? Is it that style of play that Europeans are playing that hurts us, or is it something we are not doing? It's the style of play. You see, there's just so much movement, and, and they were, what they were doing is running kind of horn set, a hybrid horn set, which horns is basically there's two ball screens coming at one time, it usually coming from the elbows. They kind of even staggered that where you had the guard running off to the towards the wing. That type of action is really hard to defend against, especially when you have players like the Europeans have that can stretch the floor and consistently hit three-point shots. So it was a tough scheme for, for, for the Razorbacks. I think Coach Musselman added a switch on the defensive end. He started switching a ton of those ball screens, which I think was the right move. And, guys, that's what we did that led us to a lot of success last year. And I think that eliminated a little bit of the confusion that some of the players were getting lost. Um, but but certainly it's a, a little bit of execution, competition. But the last part that I'll say, if you sit back with your hands down on defense against European-type guards that can handle the ball, they will pick you apart. And a lot of those passes behind the back, the wrap around the head, those are just uncontested passes and they're just surveying the court and just throwing just rockets to usually someone rolling or someone wide open on the wing or corner. Yeah, I thought I was watching the Globetrotters there for a while. Yeah, I don't know if that guard is any kin to Marco Rubio, but he sure <laughs> kind of looks like him out there. Because he's, 60, he's 60, number 60, the big, the big bullish-looking guy is the yeah. brother of Rubio. Okay. That's what you're talking okay. about. Yeah. I mean, he, he, was, he was the big man on campus. Yeah, easily. Yeah. Um, this from Josh uh, Kamani Johnson, this guy that is not talked about a lot going into the season. Can Bart tell us if he has a chance to be a starter or certainly a big role player? What is the breakdown on his game, and how does it seem to always put up great stats? Well, Rick and Randy, I don't know what your feedback. This is definitely the surprise for me coming into uh, this trip. I mean, the, one he's a, extremely one talented. A. He's 1A. Barry Dunning is yeah. the other. A- absolutely, yes. I know, 100% agree. And here's what I think we're seeing. And, and as we look at this, the kind of the stat column, Dunning and Johnson have almost essentially replaced what we thought the Twins were going to be doing inside. So that seems to be going towards uh, Johnson and Dunning getting those minutes, getting their shots, and getting their production. I don't know if that will hold true, but if you just look at it on the surface, they have certainly capitalized on the opportunity to play. I think anytime you have someone that is active, Kamani Johnson is active on both ends. When you are active and you're physical and strong like he is, great things tend to happen, and he is always around the ball. And I know Coach Musselman has to be extremely happy with that, but I think this guy's got a legitimate chance 
to maybe pop in the starting lineup. If he doesn't pop into it, certainly be in the rotation. By rotation, I mean in the top seven. Well, I think the rotation, we had a slight preview of it the other night. Now, granted, this is August, what, 12th? Uh, That game was, what, August the 11th, whatever it was. But uh, I think we got a preview, a slight preview of that, uh, just simply because of the nature of the game. And uh, Coach Musselman went with the players I think he trusted the most. And two of those players turns out to be two of the returnees, the only returnees from last season, in Devo Davis and Kamani Johnson. That's right, Randy. And Devo played a great game. I thought he showed exceptional leadership and just did a lot of great things on the court. I don't know if you guys agree, but I thought Devo played fantastic. Oh, d- definitely. In fact, I thought the three-pointer that he hit, that pull-up three-pointer late in the game was the final dagger that may have put the, mm-hmm. the game finally away for Arkansas. But, I mean, he stopped and popped, and, I mean, it was uh, – it was. I looked like Devo. The Devo really yep. of his freshman year, not so much last year, I thought he was – really inconsistent last year. And I think a lot of that was what was being asked of him. I don't think they're asking uh, the same things of of Devo Davis this year. And uh, totally, 100% agree. Uh, He reminded me a little bit like uh, Kamani Johnson. And believe me, he doesn't have the tattoos. I don't think he does. And the wild hair and everything else, the orange and other colored hair. Dennis Rodman, who I'm talking about, but Robin had such a sense. It was like he had a magnet on the basketball, and he just yeah. he went and found it. And uh, I thought Kamani Johnson, what do you have, like seven offensive rebounds, something like that, nine yeah. offensive rebounds? I mean, that's, that's, yeah. that's want to. Yeah, that's exactly right. It's want to. And you could tell he's got a look in his eyes out there. He's wanting to, he's wanting to get at He's when he goes on the court, he wants to stay. And I think to that, to that, there's two more kind of, not surprises, but certainly I thought Brazil would play awesome. I think he is a guy that just really changes our team. But you can tell to your point, Randy, Coach Musselman is already establishing kind of not favorites, but who he feels comfortable and trust. Anthony Black's minutes are eye-popping. And I think it's just his overall impact on the game. He is playing a ton of minutes. And it seems like Coach Mussman is not going to take him out much this season. I agree with you. Hang on, Bart. we got one more segment with Bart Reed. Pure sweat basketball skills. It's time for Bart Reed, Drive Time Sports Insider for everything basketball in Arkansas. Bart is a former college player here in Arkansas and has worked alongside many of the top college prospects in Arkansas with his pure sweat skills and drill program. Bart Reed is brought to you by Arch Street Wheel and Tire. Tell them you heard this ad on the buzz and you'll get $100 off instantly with the purchase of four Toyo or Nitto tires. Only at Arch Street Wheel and Tire. And again, joined by Bart Reed, as you heard just a second ago. And let's see from our Asher Ricker Service Company Life in Feedback. Brandon says, Cub logo. You can let Woopig know that the Cub logo used last night was from the team's 1919 season. Mm-hmm. Not something MLB just dreamed up for the Field of Dreams game Excuse me. Excuse last me. night. 
excuse me, it was the 1929 season because the Cubs played in the World Series in 1929. They lost to the Philadelphia Athletics, but 1919, that's what the Reds were wearing. The Reds were wearing the 1919 jerseys that they wore in the World Series when they beat the White Sox during the, the scandal year. But the Cubs, that was from 1929. Whew. Boy, I'm dizzy now. Wow. Okay. <laughs> um, this from James. Surprises, concerns. Sound like something I'd say. Uh, what basketball player surprising Bart so far? Any insider feedback on what he likes that he sees so far with the team? And maybe anything we should be concerned about. Well, if you're asking Eric Musselman, it might take the rest of the day to uh, take up what he might be concerned about. But go ahead, Bart. Yeah, but you know, I think Coach Musselman has to—he has to act like he's concerned about stuff, even though the team can't be playing uh, <laughs> wow. well too early. Wow, you're saying that he might not be as disturbed as he you think he's doing that to make a point. He might be acting. Yeah. Listen, you can't play. Doesn't matter who, doesn't matter what the team is. You cannot play too well too early. That's Otherwise, right. there's, exactly. you know, there's no motivating factor. Can't That's too exactly early. right. I, I said all along the second game was better for Musselman than the first game was because you now you can coach them. 100%. I think, listen, the more we, the Razorbacks get challenged, the better it is for them long term. Right. Absolutely. So it, it's a win win. Right. Totally agree. I, I think the, I think the surprises. Say there's there's any surprises. I am extremely pleased with the ball movement when you look at this Arkansas Razorback team for a new roster coming in with new players and traditionally players that are used to scoring a lot of points. The ball movement on the offensive end has been really good. They're finding. Open people, they're, everyone on there seems to be a willing passer. They understand what the roles are. They understand that they're going to score a lot of points. So the ball movement for new players and a new nucleus of, of team members has been excellent. I think it's exceeded my expectations for sure. The concerns are going to remain this. We have to be able to consistently, or the Razorbacks have to be able to consistently knock down the three-point shot. If you look at the roster as it's currently constructed, with Joseph Pinion not getting a small amount of minutes or no minutes, there is not another quote-unquote knockdown shooter on the Arkansas Razorbacks roster. If they do, teams do drop back to a zone, and that zone begins to be a matchup, and it provides tough problems for us, especially once Nick Smith gets the ball out of his hands, we're going to need people to consistently step up and knock down open three-point shots. In the SEC, you're going to have to be able to knock down shots. So finding that player that can step in and give the Arkansas Razorbacks that needed three-point shot is something that we'll have to look for throughout the season because I just don't see it right now consistently on this roster. Yeah, I think some players just need to let it fly. It's almost like they're thinking the ball out of their hand, which you can't do that. And it may be after they relax and they don't feel like they're looking over their shoulder if they make a, a play that they think Coach Musselman. I mean, he showed the other night, uh, the, the other day in game one, 
Poor Darian Ford hadn't been out there 23 seconds before he's yanked. And, you know, he yep. got, got into the front court, whatever reason, threw it behind him to uh, one of the Mitchell twins, and uh, it was a backcourt violation. And um, he came out. And then the same thing yep. the other night with uh, Jordan Walsh. You know, Jordan uh, tried that skip pass that, you know, through 19 different bodies, and he got taken out rather quickly, and um, he yep. came back in rather quickly. But uh, you can see Coach Musselman over there offering a few words of wisdom. But yeah, and for Darian Ford, I think this is going to be have to be his development point. He passed up Randy on two wide open three point shots that he he dribbled in the lane and got got contested and made a bad pass. That's where you've got to be able to find your game. It's going to what we talked about before is knowing when you are open to shoot the basketball. And listen, one up on that, Joe's opinion bobbles the ball the first play of the game, really with a wide open layup. Coach Mosman wastes no time, pulls Joseph right back out of the game. So those things that they're, we are going to have to tighten up on this roster and, and, and tighten up to loosen up to play, I think what will help that Razorback roster is we're playing significantly faster than the Razorbacks played last year. And I think that opens up opportunities for especially players coming off the bench to relax and get in the flow. All right, Bart, before we run out of time, our spotlight on uh, our high school players. Let's begin with the uh, with the ladies today. All right. So let's go to Brooklyn Row. Brooklyn Row will be a senior this year in the 5A. Here in Arkansas, she will be a, a graduating senior. This is a repeat all-conference performer, averaging 12 points a game last year, 12 points a game and seven rebounds. So Brooklyn is a big part of what the Yellow Jackets will be doing coming up this season. Look for her to have a big senior season this year. She is getting some college interest on the Division Two and Division Three levels. She is a 5'8 guard. She can shoot the basketball from deep. She can drive and penetrate. And I, I anticipate she will have a really great season this year. And she's also an excellent passer of the basketball, especially on driving kick situations. So she's really great with the ball in her hand. And who does she play we for, Bart? The Sheridan Yellow Jackets. Okay, okay, all right. And those who travel down the road to Benton for Carter Hedden. Carter Hedden will be a junior this year for the Benton Panthers. Carter played as a sophomore last year, was an all-conference performer, averaged seven points and four rebounds. Carter's 6'3", about 180 pounds, and plays the guard forward position. And with the conference switch, I know Coach Dexter Hendricks will really need some increased production from Carter as they, as they move out of the central into the south part of the conference, the 5A. So they will need increased production from Carter. He can shoot the basketball. He's an excellent ball handler and is described by many a great defender and maybe the best defender on the Bitten Panther team. Carter plays for Hoopli, grassroots basketball. And I will venture to say this will be a young man that will have plenty of college opportunities as he transitions more into his career. And what may be confusing when Bart said 5A, there is no 7A. So all schools begin at 6A, 5A, on down to where you have Class B. 
All right, Bart, we will talk with you next week. That is Bart Reed of Fierce Wet Basketball Skills.